Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, August the 13th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to go over the MLB DFS complete slate for today. We have multiple uh, slates on all of the different sites. So we're going to hit all 16 games for you today. We have an early uh, doubleheader. Uh, the, the first game starts at 1.10, and that's Atlanta and Miami. They play again this evening. So we're going to touch on all 16 games if you're going to play uh, early slate or maybe you want to play the afternoon slate. Uh, the main focus for the selections will be tonight's main slate, though, uh, where we have a good group of games on all three sites. So uh, we'll touch on all of them. We'll go through them. And if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to uh, mark those down here in live chat. And we will certainly get to those uh, as we're going through all of them. Last night was interesting. Uh, we had some good uh, stuff happen and some not so good stuff. Uh, a brave did not come through for us, but on the good side, uh, low-owned Runed Odor really had a nice game. Uh, we also had some uh, some good pitching from my man uh, Matt Malley. He pitched great. Um, the other thing was, too, our two brains are better than one lineup that we gave out, and we didn't have to make any changes, which was unusual. The weather all held up. We didn't have any scratches. And that two brains are better than one lineup cashed in everything. So uh, hopefully you played that. Some of our uh, folks that aren't members uh, saw that posted and uh, were able to uh, uh, make some good cash there. So uh, hopefully people start drifting in here. We've got some folks in the chat already. I know we're uh, sort of going head to head with uh, one of the big providers out there, and we consider ourselves a big provider to be here. We're growing and uh, building momentum all the time. So I appreciate you choosing Coach Talk over uh, our competitors out there. I think you'll find uh, if you're a member here, uh, we do things a lot differently than everybody else. We're very hands-on. Anytime you become a member here at Coach Talk, you get a one-on-one -on -one session, strategy session with myself or Crash or Deb or Steven, or any of our uh, pros, and we'll go over our strategies, how we're making our selections, and then we always go over uh, with our members bankroll management and contest selection, which to me are the two most important things if you're going to play DFS on a, a daily basis. If you don't have control of those two things, really doesn't matter how good your selections are uh, per day if you're not playing the right bankroll management and contest selection. So just another thing that we offer uh, here at Coach Talk. All right, we're going to get into this. We've got, uh, like I said, 16 games. I'm going to touch on all of them. The great news is we have outstanding weather all across the states today. Uh, of all 16 games, there's only one game that I think could be affected by a rain shower or two. And that would be uh, in Chicago. The Tigers are playing the White Sox. And I don't think it's going to be a postponement. It's not one that I have a circle around. I'm not fading it at this point. But it's the only game I'm really keeping an eye on because there can be some intermittent showers there that could either delay it 
uh, or be an in-game delay. So we just want to make sure we follow that closely. And if you're a member, just stick in Discord with us throughout the day. Uh, we'll have all of that information posted weather-wise. We'll check the radar. And uh, if the game is canceled for non-members that are listeners, uh, we'll also um, put that up on our Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, the other thing that you get with us that you don't get anywhere else is uh, we provide for multiple sports. We have four sports that we're providing lineups for today, and we're very proud of that. We give out full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, and then a core or a clipboard to choose from on DraftKings. So you get a, a good uh, feel for everything that we're doing there. Also, um, today, so we have baseball, obviously, with 16 games on the slate, multiple slates there. We have MMA that's uh, really been popular and growing. Uh, I'm really enjoying that myself. We have the NFL football uh, preseason. There's afternoon games, and then there's a main slate in the evening, so quite a few of those games today. And then uh, PGA Golf uh, as they're going into the weekend only that we provide for, which is the Saturday-Sunday combination. We've already posted those lineups. Uh, we have some great golf lineups. We're right at the top of the uh, list in top 2% everywhere. We have five of our six guys got through, but the only guy that missed getting through was Scotty Scheffler, the world's number one, missed by one shot, missed right on the number. So that is a, a gut punch, but we still have five out of six. Two of the top five right now uh, up there, and they're both low-owned. So still looking like a very positive uh, outcome there. So if you want to check out our schedule, too, it's up right now on our site at DFS Coach Talk, Talk on Twitter, and we also have it posted for members uh, in Discord. All right, how about we dive into this sucker? First game, 110 game, first game of the double header. Braves versus the Marlins, seven and a half to the total in Vegas, 3.93 implied for the Braves, 3.57 for the Marlins. Kyle Muller, uh, and again, these are the prices for the DraftKings showdown for a single game. Kyle Muller, the lefty, 10.1K. Jesus Lazardo for the Marlins at 7.7K, and that's in the Dome in Miami. All right, we get into the afternoon slate now. 307 is the, the next game. It's the Guardians at the Blue Jays, eight and a half total in Vegas. 4.09 implied for the Guardians, 4.41 for the Blue Jays. Tristan McKenzie coming off a really nice game. He's 8.6K. Have his hands full, though, with the Blue Jays lineup, no doubt about it. And on the cheaper side, pitching wise, Mitch White at 6.7K for the Blue Jays. Uh, that game probably will be dome open because the weather is so beautiful and comfortable in Toronto. So uh, may see a few more runs in that game. I think the ball carries a little bit better when the dome is open. Next game, 4-10, Baltimore Orioles, Tampa Bay Rays. Only six and a half is the number here. Interesting. And it's 2.80 implied for Baltimore, 3.70 for the Rays. It's in that Dome in, in Tampa, uh, it is D.L. Hall, the lefty for Baltimore, 4000 bucks. That's it. 4K if you want that pitcher on the afternoon slate. 
little bit more pricey on the other side, I'd say. Another lefty, but it's Shane McClanahan, 9.9K. So that's a little bit intimidating. Poor old D.L. Hall getting uh, almost tripled up on salary uh, in this game. All right. Um, the last afternoon slash early evening game, those weird Cincinnati 640 games. I don't know why they have to schedule at such an awkward time. But it is the Chicago Cubs at the Cincinnati Reds. Nine is the Vegas total. It is 81 degrees, uh, no br breeze to talk about. So nice warm day in Cincinnati, uh, clear skies, 4.36 implied for the Cubs, 4.64 for the Reds. Adrian Sampson, uh, we have at 15.6K on DraftKings for the showdown slate. And he faces Graham Ashcraft at 16.2K. So two good higher price pitchers on that little 640 showdown slate. All right, now we get into the real meat and potatoes here. This is the real stuff. This is the main slate that we'll be focusing most of our selections and discussions on. And it's a good one. 705, <clears throat> it's the San Diego Padres at the Washington Nationals. 79 degrees in Washington. No win to talk about. Nine total, 5.85. Monster number for the Padres for implied total for this game. Certainly stackable against a low one for Washington, 3.15. Hugh Darvish, 9.8K, battles against Anibal Sanchez, 5.5K. Uh, 7.10, we've got the Phillies at the Mets. This has been a Really rowdy, intense series. These two teams definitely do not like each other very much. And we have a nice warm day in New York, 77 degrees, sunny skies. Uh, no wind to talk about there either. Only six and a half is the total here. We have two major aces here, two type of playoff game one starters in this matchup. And that's why Vegas has set this total so low. 2.63 implied for the Phillies, 3.87 for the Mets. Aaron Nola, 10.1K against Jacob deGrom, 10.6K. So the big question is, how much ownership for those two pitchers? Will Jake deGrom be the chalk on the slate um, after what a, a terrific outing the last time around? Um, I'm going to say right now, I'm not going to be on Jacob DeGrom. And I know it's against the grain. You know, people are going to be saying, Coach, DeGrom is a monster. Well, he's still coming back from injury. He did get up to almost uh, 70 pitches, I believe, last go around. Uh, he's supposed to go maybe to 80, 85 here, possibly. But in that last matchup, they were swinging at first pitches. Uh, they were really getting him off the hook and let him go deeper in that game. I think with a really stern pitch count, I don't think you're going to get more than five innings out of DeGrom. May that, you know, that may be enough for you to get your value there, but at 10.6K and very expensive on the other two sites as well, and against a, a decent Phillies team, I get it. They don't have Harper. They don't have Schwarber. They're two best left-handed hitters, but they still have hitters in that lineup that can pop the ball. Uh, you know, they're, Certainly not their best lineup, but with Hoskins and Bohm and Real Muto, Castellanos has woken up lately. Uh, Hall, the, the big burly dude, 
He's a lefty that can hit it. So I'm I'm not going to go Degrom today, and I think he's going to be chalky. A lot of people are going to start their lineup with it with him, and I get it. And on the other side, Aaron Nola. I mean, 10.1K, very tempting here as well. But it is, you know, a nice warm day in New York, and the Mets hit. They're not a strikeout team. They're a contact team. There's no easy outs up and down that lineup. And I just don't feel like uh, this is the spot to go. And I think this will make me a bit contrarian. And I'm even talking in cash and in hybrid single entry type uh, uh, contests. So definitely a differentiator for me. And part of that reason is I want to save money at pitching because I think I can get, I've got a couple of guys in mind that can go deep and way cheaper, and it's going to allow me to stack a few spots that I'm really focusing in on today. Next game, 7-10, the Tigers and White Sox. This is the only game with a rain chance, about 20% at first pitch, but it lessens to 17 as the game goes on. I think if there is a little rain, they probably play through it, but we will watch it very closely throughout the day. And if there's any chance of postponement or even a serious delay, then we will fade this game because these two teams are not strong anyway. Um, you've got 80 degrees in Chicago, wind blowing in from right center, so straight in at 12 miles an hour. Um, so interesting uh, weather there to help the scenario. If it does shower a bit, you know, may uh, make things a little bit difficult, more difficult for the ball to carry. Vegas has it as an eight and uh, total with a 3.3 implied uh, for Detroit, 4.67 for the White Sox. Matt Manning, the righty, 6K against Lucas Giolito, 7.5K. All right, we go another 7-10 game. We've got a, a three more of them, actually. Oakland at Houston. It uh, Houston seems to always play at home. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, probably the dome may be open, but it's in you know going to be warm in Texas, 90s kind of weather, so they may keep it closed. I think they open it. Uh, either way, the ball carries there; it really doesn't matter. Um, uh, you know, it's it's a home run park in my book. Eight and a half's the total in Vegas. Three implied for Oakland. A nice five and a half for the Astros. Zach Loge. The lefty for Oakland, 5.7K against the newly returned Lance McCullers, who's been on the 60-day DL. Definite pitch count. Don't roster McCullers. We have no idea how deep he's going to go. I'm thinking 50 pitchers, pitches, something very low. Not enough to uh, roster him, in my opinion. Maybe you get 60 out of him, but I it just doesn't seem reasonable to me to take that risk with all of these games. All right, the next one's the Braves and Marlins. We don't have a total on this game yet. Hopefully that'll be updated uh, as we go here. Uh, we've got uh, Ian Anderson at 6.1K for the Braves against Nick Niedert, the 7.4K for the Marlins. And that'll be uh, the second game of that doubleheader in the Dome uh, in Miami. The last 7-10 game is the Dodgers at the Royals. It is 95 in Kansas City, wind blowing out to left. So have fun on that in that one, pitchers. I would not be too thrilled with the pitchers here. Um, 
It is a nine and a half total, so Vegas sees it as well. Six implied for the Dodgers, very stackable. Three and a half for the Royals, who have been very scrappy lately uh, in getting it done. Andrew Haney, the lefty, 9.6K against Brad Keller, 6.9K. Then we've got the game that I'm most interested in today. It is a 7-15 game, the Yankees and Red Sox. Always a fantastic rivalry, sold out stadium. It'll be rocking there for sure. Judge hits one out of the entire stadium yesterday. That was pretty cool. Uh, he's unbelievable. But it's uh, a nice, comfortable 70 degrees in Boston. Uh, just a breeze, but a very nice day for baseball. And uh, nine is the total in Vegas. Uh, 4.87 implied for the Yanks, 4.13 for the Red Sox. Uh, two pitchers I'm not very fond of. Frankie Montas, 8.3K, has not pitched well for the Yankees since being acquired at the trade deadline. And my nemesis now, Mr. Cutter Crawford, who just cut out my gut that last game. He was awful. Uh, so I am so down on him, not because I'm just mad because he screwed me the last game over. He just looked like garbage. And the fact that he has to pitch against the Yankees, uh, he's 6.4K, don't play Cutter Crawford today. I am stacking the Yankees at least five deep, uh, almost everywhere, I should say five deep. I'm going to have four in some spots, but five deep for me uh, with the Yankees. The prices are good. You can really get some decent prices. LeMahieu 5 one's reasonable. Granted, Judge is a fortune. Rizzo's 5-2, which is reasonable. But here are the guys that really make sense. Donaldson 4-2. Torres 4-6. Benintendi 4-1, although he hasn't hit with them yet. Uh, Kiner for left with 3-4 is a little scary. Aaron Hicks all the way down to 2-7 for Hicks. And then 3-1 three, uh, three for Higashoka. I can't say his name. The catcher for the Yankees. I always stumble on that one. But uh, I think that you can you can go anywhere in that stack there uh, and make it affordable. Especially, like I say, if you're not going to pay up for the huge price pitchers today, it's going to give you a monster stack ability in some of these really high total games like the Dodgers, Yankees, Coors Field. Um, and again, on the Boston side, I like that side as well. I think that, you know, you've got some guys in the middle of that order that can bang the ball against Montas, who has not pitched well. And then you got lefties Devers, Verdugo, Hosmer, uh, Duran, McGuire. So you've got a lot of lefties in that lineup, I think, that can get to them. So look for a big scoring game there, and I'm uh, that's going to be key to my slate. 7-15, Brewers-Cardinals. So if Crash is listening right now, he's fired up because this is a monster-important series for these two teams that are basically deadlocked for that division. It is uh, 86 degrees in St. Louis, a slight breeze blowing out to left at 7 miles an hour. Vegas has this one at a 7.5 total. Four implied for Milwaukee, 3.5 for the Cardinals. Uh, Corbin Burns, 10.3K against Adam Wainwright, 8.2K. So two guys that have been around, know how to pitch. It should be a great game. Also at 7.15, Seattle is in Texas. Looks like the Dome closed again in, in uh, Arlington, but we will keep our uh, ears open to that one as well. 
Uh, seems it just depends on the weather and the situation, but if it's open, there is a chance that the ball flies a little bit better there. Uh, temperature are, are as hot as they have been in the hundred. So we will watch that very closely. It is an eight and a half total in that game. Both sides have a 4.25 implied. The lefty Marco Gonzalez faces his old team in the Rangers. And then the youngster Dane Dunning at 6.1K for the Rangers. Three more games. Uh, Late slate, if you will, I guess, in a way. Eight, I guess, uh, only the last two games would fit into that bill. This one still is with the other games. At This one's at 8-10, and it is that Coors game. So we have a Coors game, and it's been lots of runs recently there, so we got to always take that into consideration when you're building a lineup. Maybe that's the stack to go with rather than Yankees, Dodgers, or some of the other ones that we discussed. Uh, always an option, though. D-backs at Rockies, it is 92 in Colorado, so that is not helpful. Uh, slight breeze blowing in from center, but 92 degrees in that elevation in Denver. Look out, 11 and a half, highest on the, to- on the board according to Vegas. 6.25 implied for Arizona, 5.25 for Colorado. So it's not just one-sided here. It looks like both teams, there are expectations of runs. Zach Gallen at 7.7K, his prices come way down against Jose Urena, almost a giveaway at 5.1K. But it is courageous if you roster a pitcher in cores with that kind of heat. Uh, I would not recommend it, but definitely having some exposure. And the thing that makes it easy is Colorado's generally pretty cheap and Arizona's generally pretty cheap. So you can get some meat of the order stacks on both sides here uh, for sure. All right, now we get to this after hours two game slate, 9.05 and 9.07. So we don't have any 10 or 10.10 games tonight, which makes it nice. So this little after hours, two gamer, both games in California, Pirates versus the Giants, uh, 64 cool degrees in uh, San Fran, swirling winds there, seven and a half is the total, only 2.82 for the Pirates, 4.68 for the Giants, Tyler Beatty at 5.8K against Logan Webb at 9.1K. And the last game on the slate, it is the Twins and Angels. Played in L.A., 83 degrees is the temperature, much warmer than their friends up north in San Francisco, uh, 20 degrees warmer. Uh, 83 warm degrees in L.A., nice little breeze blowing out to left at 10 miles an hour, so don't underestimate this game. Eight and a half is the total in Vegas. Both sides have a 4.25 implied. It is Dylan Bundy at 7.3K against Reed Detmers, the lefty at 8.5K. All right, that is the breakdown of all 16 games. Now we're going to get into what really matters here. We're going to talk about our selections, why we like them, what's going on in these matchups that fires us up and gets us going. Real quickly, before we do that, I want to look in chat. I have not even glanced yet because we have no Crash today. Crash is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, man. He's volunteered for his church to help an elderly gentleman move today. So that's why he's out there. So shout out to you, 
uh, crash and uh, really proud that, that you get out there and do that kind of stuff. It definitely makes a difference. All right, JT was the first one in today. He beat Boy from Cali into the chat, but I still love both of you guys. Uh, he beat, only beat you by two minutes, man, so you're still golden. Dominic, of course, in there again. Dominic's been doing great. Love chatting with him. RJ, what's up, man? Great to have you in there. Bankroll Theory, I love that. Uh, somebody new, I believe, unless I think I've seen you in there once, but great to have you. Uh, looks like Coach Mom made it in today. Oh, wow. So, you know, if you're going to, you know, yell some ma uh, mean stuff at me here, which you never do, we have the best Discord in the world. But if you do, you got to face Coach Mom because Audrey happens to be my mother. That's how deep we go in our family in fantasy. You know, it's no joke. My mom's uh, follows sports. She had to with the family that we had. So she understands DFS. She listens into the show. My dad won our league, our season-long league, like six times. He was phenomenal uh, DFS player. Coach basketball did all the DFS from the very beginning. And I lost him uh, years back here, and I miss him. But uh, he was a real uh, motivator for DFS. And now my son Dawson, as you know, who's part of this Coach Talk team, uh, he's the next uh, guy in waiting. So it's all about the family here. And that's why we treat our members the way we do. We just, uh, we look at everybody as once you're in the family, you're in the family. So uh, great to have you in there. Howard Rose, awesome. Uh, is today Sunday? No, it's Saturday. Is it say Sunday? Did I put Sunday on the thing? Holy crap, if I made that mistake, doggone it. I hope I didn't. Tell me, Howard, where did I list it as Sunday? Or did I just say Sunday? Because I'd love to know. I'll have to fix that if that's the case. But I am solo again tomorrow. And speaking of Sunday, tomorrow is the giveaway day. I'm giving away uh, $20 PayPal and a free week membership to Coach Talk. So, you know, send out the alarms, shoot the flares off, tell your friends, family, kids, let them know that tomorrow, 11 uh, a.m. Eastern, we're going to go live and we have our giveaways uh, I can't remember who won it last week, Darby or something like that, 20 bucks. It was great to have him in there. So, uh, yes, boy from Cali, I'm aggressive today because I'm planning on sweeping a bunch of slates. I'm not playing around today. Uh, this is for real. I want to take down the golf, which we're up in the top 2%. I plan on taking down multiple baseball slates. And then I'm going to count on our pros, Colin and Steve, uh, to give me those MMA winners. I've really enjoyed that. And then, of course, our pros, Steven and Crash, with the NFL football uh, preseason game. So I'm looking to go after all of it. All right, the title. The title says Sunday, huh? What a dipstick I am. Or was that on, is the title on the thumbnail, because if it's on the thumbnail, then that was Crash. He does our thumbnails, and he did it last night. So I'm hoping it was the Crash and not me. <laughs> but either way, we will fix it, and thank you for pointing that out. As we're going through these games and I'm giving you my picks, two things. One, uh, Crash did leave me his picks for two brains are better than one. We always do it on Saturday, uh, so we'll do that today. I'll put his in. And I'll do mine live uh, as we talk these through. 
also have all of our other uh, selections here to go. So, all right, my friends, let's go with our pay up and value pitchers. This is where you're going to say, okay, I'm going to have some faith in coach. I'm going to go outside of, uh, you know, what everybody else is doing today. Everybody else, you're going to see Corbin Burns. You're going to see Jacob deGrom, especially. You're going to see a lot of Aaron Nola. You're going to see a ton of you Darvish. Guess what? I am none of those guys are my pay up pitcher today. I am going to go uh, again. I'm saving several thousand of dollars of salary with my pitchers today. And I am going to be banging that New York Yankees roster and banging that uh, Coors Field game and a little bit of Dodgers. And I'll be able to afford it. My pitcher today buy up is Logan Webb. I like him because he's going against Pittsburgh, who is striking out at record-setting paces since they've gotten rid of a few guys and brought up these youngsters. They have several guys in their lineup that are striking out at a higher than 30% uh, percentage. And I've, I like Logan Webb. I mean, he, I know he had a bad outing against the Dodgers, but that happens. He, he did great against Oakland. He went very deep in multiple games in a row. Uh, he even had a great game against the Dodgers. He shut down Milwaukee, shut down Arizona. We're talking 46, 43, 52, 37. That last game against Oakland, 40. And I don't think he's going to be owned. I don't think people are going to go away from those other five guys I mentioned. So I think the fact that we can get Logan Webb at the prices that we can – uh, he's 9,100 is all on DraftKings, 99 on FanDuel, and 46 on Yahoo. So perfect spot, cool weather, getting to pitch at home. Absolutely love this spot for him. And I love the fact that it's going to be contrarian and low owned. My second play, I think, is even sneakier and even cheaper. And that's Lucas Giolito. People have given up on him as prices come way down. And, you know, he got smashed by Cleveland one time, and it, it, it got everybody's attention because he did get hammered. But that was four games ago. Take that game out. He's been terrific. 33 against Texas, 36 against KC. He had a pitch in Colorado, which shouldn't count for anybody. He still squeezed out 18. Uh, but then before that, he had the Cleveland one bad game. That's it. He had 44, 29, 46, 34, 27, 31, and against some decent teams in there. So I think Lucas Giolito in a great spot here. I think he's, you know, so under the radar. Another guy that's going to be probably make some SP2 lineups for people, but he's going to be so much lower than those top guys that having that combination of Webb and Giolito are going to make your lineups completely different. Giolito's only 7,500 on DraftKings, 8,500 uh, 8, on FanDuel, and 41 on Yahoo. So you're talking about super cheap on the cheap for these two guys that I think can be very similar statistically to the other guys that, I'm, uh, that I eliminated here for my buy-up pitchers. And let me just give you... The, the one, two, three on why I didn't go with those other guys. Do I think they're full fades? No, I completely understand if you want to go that way. Corbin Burns to me has not pitched well for Corbin Burns standards. The Brewers aren't playing well. 
They have to play in St. Louis where it's hot against a team that hits the ball. They don't strike out. I just think Burns is an easy fade for me. Jacob DeGrom, like I said, he's the best pitcher on the slate. Hands down, he's awesome, but he's super expensive. He's 10-8 on Fandle, for example, and I don't know how deep he goes. And I watched that last game because I rostered him. I was willing to take the 70 pitchers because the way the slate unfolded that day, and he got to go almost six innings just because who the team he was facing really let him off the hook. They swung at first pitches. They just didn't have a strategy against him at all, which in a situation where you're having somebody gear back up like a DeGrom, you got to take pitchers, pitches. You have to file some off. Sometimes a strikeout, you know, an 11 pitch strikeout, if you know, is a good at bat for you because you got DeGrom to use up those pitches. And Philly's crafty that way. Even without Schwarber and Harper, I still think, yes, DeGrom could be right there with the highest scores on the slate, but I, you know, you're not going to get, you know, seven and a half, seven and a third, seven and two thirds, eight or nine innings. I just don't see that happening with him. I see another five, five and a third, you know, uh, and I just don't think that's enough to differentiate him price-wise. Nola has to play against the Mets. The Mets are on fire. That place is going to be electric. Electric. Nola's terrific, no question about it, but he's also expensive, and it's not a great matchup. The guy that scares me and the guy that I considered is you Darvish, but he's expensive as well. And he gets to go against that crappy Washington team. But I'm telling you, for the last multiple years, probably five years at least, six, maybe more than that, probably since fantasy started, DFS started, Every I saw you Darvish pitch in person a lot when I went to Rangers games. Yes, he's impressive, but he's so inconsistent. He will throw a weird, quirky game in there where he just doesn't get himself zoned in. And against this Washington team, it just feels like one of those sucker plays where, okay, Darvish is safe here. He should mow down this crappy Washington double-A team. And then all of a sudden, he just decides to walk some people, lose focus. So, you know, I totally understand if you want to play Darvish, but I'm just not going to go there. And then after that, you know, you just have a, a crap shoot of pitchers. So that's my reasoning for focusing on Webb and Giolito because I think they can get close to the numbers of those other guys or beat them. And then it allows me to get all of the hitting that I want. All right. Before I jump into that port portion of what we're doing with BVP, HR stacks and all of that stuff. Uh, let's see any other questions uh, where Red Sox look good. Um Manning against the White Sox. That's an interesting call. I like that one, Dominic. Um, definitely. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, this is the time to do it. We've got like 25 people in here, and hopefully it'll continue to grow. Uh, hit the thumbs up. That means a lot to us in YouTube. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. I know a lot of you have. And give us a quick comment. Love the podcast dislike the podcast, love the winners, had a winner last night, whatever. We we take everything constructively and we're looking to grow our, our family here. And uh, we love any comments that you guys could throw in there. Um, oh, wow. Josh Davis just finished uh, helping with that gentleman. Um, 
Very nice. It was Pops. We gave Pops a helping hand. So congratulations, Josh. I will be uh, giving out your picks he gave us. Somebody in here said that we have the wrong title somewhere, that it says Sunday instead of Saturday. So if you have a chance to fix that, Crash, I would really appreciate that. Um, and then you can make some comments in here in chat, Crash, as we put your guys in for the two brains coming up. All right. Here we go. My BV play, BVP play. He is one of our thumbnails today, and it's hard not to go with him because of the numbers. It's Andrew McCutcheon. He has faced the old man, Adam Wainwright, 73 times. So we got a nice sample size here for all of those that, that whine and cry that we look at small sample sizes. 73 is pretty stout. 24 hits against him. A sharp 329. 11 of them for extra base hits, three of them for homers, 13 ribbies. He's walked against them four times. So he sees Wainwright. Not really a guy to pitch around if you're Wainwright, so you got to, you know, give him something to hit, and I think he'll do it. 938 OPS, 575 slugging, 363 OBP, and a 329 average. So Andrew McCutcheon, my BVP play of the day. I could not make my decision between my two home run calls, so I am going to call it a dead tie, and I'm going to give you both of them. I like these two guys to go deep. They're not contrarian. Uh, like I you know, I had Odor yesterday as BVP, and he is great. But these two are pretty uh, obvious. Maybe not as obvious on this first one. It's Pete Alonzo. Uh, he's going against Aaron Nola, so that'll scare some people away. But there's no denying that he smacks Nola around pretty good. He's got four home runs against him, seven ribbies. He's walked three times, uh, 13 hits for a nice 351 average. Not too many people bat over 350 against Aaron Nola. I would say that list is extremely small. Uh, an 1157 OB OPS against him, a 757 slugging, 400 OBP in that 351 average. So he's in a tie for me with Manny Machado. Now, here's a small sample size, but I think Machado's locked in on him. Seven for 15, batting 467. But guess what? Four extra base hits out of those. Three of them out of the park. A couple of moonshots. He's walked against them. Just, I think he, you know, with that, he's a different guy now that he's got Soto in town. Uh, it's He's not a one-man show. And I think you're going to see, like I mentioned before, a big second half for Manny Machado. A 1633 OPS against him, an 1133 slugging, 500 OBP, and a 467 average. So there you go. Two home run guys. Hopefully uh, we can smash on both of them. All right, let's go to my uh, stacks. I've mentioned it multiple times throughout this deal. So I'm going to touch on those again. I am on the Yankees hard today. I watched every painful pitch from Cutter Crawford, and it was not pretty. And I think the Yankees are going to size him up. LeMay, Hugh, Judge, Rizzo, Torres, Benintendi, Donaldson, Hicks, Kiner, Falefo, and Trevino is what I have. Uh, it could be Higosha, How I can't ever say his name. Could be the other catcher, though. But I like a combination of four or five of these guys and in different spots. And I'll be able to get to them with saving the money that I am uh, on the uh, pitching side. So that is my key stack. 
The second place, you know, you can't be contrarian everywhere, especially especially if you're looking uh, to win a lot in cash and single entry. You got to go back and look at course. It's very simple. You have two pitchers not going fantastic in Gallon and Urena, and great hitting conditions, hot temperatures, and it's a course game, and the guys are cheap. So having uh, three manner, I, I like these little three man stack pieces like going Walker, Varsho, McCarthy, something like that. Even a, a Varsho, McCarthy, and Beer and go much cheaper. Uh, for Colorado, uh, Iglesias, Crone, Rogers, something like that. Or skip around a little bit, maybe on Iglesias, who I really like today, Grishik, McMahon. You can really get some value and get those mini stacks going. So I'd love to have a lineup with the two pitchers I mentioned, four or five Yankees and two or three from the Arizona and Colorado sides. The the contrarian uh, GPP stack I like today that I will put in my GPP for sure are the Texas Rangers. They're going against Marco Gonzalez, the lefty that pitched for them for quite a while, and he's not good. They will They should be able to really... Uh, you know, size him up and go deep on him a few times with some of these guys in the lineup. Uh, Gonzalez is seven and 11 with a 398. And again, with a chance that they may open the dome in Texas, that'll help. But uh, the righties they have facing them can go deep in a heartbeat. Simeon, Garcia, Heim, Tavares, Duran, Culbertson, Thompson, maybe not at the bottom of the lineup but you can get some of the guys more towards the top that I think can really be a differentiator for you. All right, quick glance again at, let me look in chat because I don't want to miss any questions there. Um, Okay, Crash is going to fix it after the shower. So he must be smelling up the joint pretty good. Two starts for Burns this year versus St. Louis, 14 innings with zero earned runs and 21 Ks. I get that. I saw that. I read that. And that makes you say, okay, that is the place to go. I think he's going to get ownership because of that. But let's dig into this a little bit because you make a fantastic point. And certainly those two outings make a big difference. But I want to give you a couple of other tidbits here with Burns. Yes, that is a great stat to bring up, but I want to go with uh, Corbin Burns is eight and five, which is very bad for him. Uh, A 245 ERA, which is very good and a whip just under one and a lot of strikeouts, 175. So I'm with you there. Makes perfect sense to be your pay up guy. No question about it. Here's my concern. I do not see strings of double-digit strikeouts recently, like I had before. I see him giving up earned runs pretty much in every game. He gave up one against Cincinnati in the last game, four against a a crappy Pittsburgh team, three against a Minnesota team who can't hit, two against Colorado, and it was in uh, Milwaukee. He gave up a run against Cincinnati. He had given up three against Toronto, five against the Padres. So he's given up runs. He has had outings where he's pitched well and, you know, brought the ERA down, but he started off the season, you know, with a couple of better stretches of games. So that's number one. Number two, he's not going as deep as he used to. I think they're trying 
to protect their pitchers. You don't see their guys getting into the eighth inning. A lot of them, you don't even see them getting into the seventh anymore. And that's a big concern for me. If I'm paying top dollar for a guy like that, here's his last four games, six innings, five and a third, six innings, five innings. That's not enough for me for paying that money. And that's against Colorado, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. Those teams are all terrible. And so, you know, that's my concern is I'm seeing that consistent, consistently. Also, in those games, he had nine, six strikeouts, which is fine. Six, he only had five in the one game. He's also had another five inning or five strikeout game in the midst. He was just, you know, you could expect him to get 10, 11, 12 strikeouts and go seven, eight innings almost every outing. And I haven't seen that lately. Uh, the other thing is back on June 20th, he faced St. Louis, pitched fantastic 10 Ks, shut him out over se seven innings. And then he pitched against them on May 29th, 11 Ks, perfect. So he had two phenomenal outings. That's a long time ago. That's way back in May. Things have changed. The Cardinals lineup is way better. You know, back then they were slumped a bit. Goldschmidt having a MVP season. Arenado's woken up. They're playing uh, in a tie situation with Milwaukee. And like I say, for me, Corbin Burns has slacked off a little bit. So that's my theory there. I looked at that. I saw that number. And thank you so much for bringing it up. That's why I love these live chats, because I can explain, uh, you know, my theory and my thinking, because I don't take any of these matchups lightly. So thank you so much uh, for putting that information in there, uh, Howard. That's a great point. But that's my reasoning behind why I didn't go that direction and why I'd rather save the two or three thousand uh, and use that for Coors Field and the Yankees specifically. Okay. Uh, what is next? Uh, how about if we look at prize picks? We have been smoking hot in prize picks. Boy from Cali is the, pri the prize picks master. Uh, really loving that. Hopefully down the road sometime we're going to have Boy from Cali jump on with us for a quick, quick uh, guest appearance and give out a few prize picks uh, choices since he's he is the stud prize picks guy. Big shout out to Crash too. If he's listening to me when he's in the shower, uh, don't touch any weird spots when I'm uh, talking crash. That's creepy, you know, uh, just lightly wash. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I want to give a shout out to crash too. He's been on fire five picks left and right. He had a five pick that he hit for 10 bucks to pull down a hundred bucks yesterday. Uh, then those $1 happy hours, uh, he was four for five. So a lot of money to be made there in prize picks. And then a lot of money, same way, will be able to be made in Boom Fantasy when they launch here at the end of the month. All right. Um, so prize picks. Marco Gonzalez under 4Ks. Weird one, but I like it. I think Texas smashes him around. Uh, I don't think he lasts that long against him. I like under everything on Gonzalez. My other play is... For some reason, Pete Alonzo is only six and a half for his fantasy score. It's Pete Alonzo. Uh, six and a half over fantasy score for me. I know it's a good pitching matchup there that he has to face, but I'll take that all day long with Pete Alonzo at six and a half. All right. Boom fantasy plays. 
And again, if you have not joined us yet, what are you waiting for? DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for as little as three days for 10 bucks. Crash and I talked about it yesterday. I got a Big Mac uh, meal at uh, McDonald's the other day and upsized the fries, and it was 10 bucks. So if you can get a value meal at McDonald's for the price you can join Coach Talk and get all of these lineups, if you join right now, you get, it sounds like a big sales pitch, but I'm just, I love Coach Talk and I want more people in our family because we win. And we're today, if you join today for that 10 bucks, you get all of our baseball lineups today, all of our NFL preseason, our MMA, our PGA golf, and then going into tomorrow, final round PGA golf, tons of baseball again, NASCAR, which has really bailed me out. I am winning at a high percentage of NASCAR thanks to my man, Mike S., especially, and also Colin. Those guys have been terrific in, in NASCAR. And, uh, what else tomorrow? I don't know if there's any more football. I, I don't think so. But a little bit of everything we got going and then right into Monday uh, where we've got all kinds of baseball and, uh, I don't know, football. I, I have not followed the schedule to see exactly when the preseason games, but we're covering all of them. So we would love to have you. Boom Fantasy, my two plays of the day. And if you want to make those plays and bet them and you don't have – a site that you can play in your state or whatever, I recommend betus.com.pa. They are fantastic. Almost 17 years there for me. I know Deb, you know, everybody loves uh, Deb uh, at Deluxe. She's one of our pros. She's crushed uh, at BetUS for quite some time now. That's how she originally came to Coach Talk. But we have a special agreement with BetUS. If you go there to betus.com.pa, sign up for the first time, Put a minimum uh, of $79 in there, and you can use it to bet on anything, all those sports I just talked about and then some. Um, if you do that, you get two free months of Coach Talk from today. So August 13th all the way to October 13th, totally free, right in Discord. As soon as you sign up, just send us a tweet at DFS Coach Talk. Send us a DM there and let us know you just signed up for the BetUS package. And we will get you in within a matter of minutes into our Discord for two free months. Months. All right. Title is fixed now. Thank you, Crash. Was it you, Crash, or was it me that made the error? Because I am guessing it may have been you. You are awesome, Crash. I'm going to take a shower now. Oh, no. Now we've got all kinds of folks showering. I'm, I'm all creeped out. Uh, again, if you're listening while you're in the shower, hands up, you know, <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm totally off track. So my bets on betus.com.pa, the New York Yankees on the run line, minus one and a half. They get that ninth inning at back because they're on the road in Boston and they're plus 110 on the run line. I think they win this game. 12 to 3, something like that. I think it's a beat down. I am fired up. Yankees minus one and a half run line plus money plus 110. Crush it. The other play I like, I mentioned it before. I like Texas to rough up Marco Gonzalez. 
and you can get them real nice minus 109. So two value plays for you uh, to build up some good wagers there. All right, my friends, how about a two brains are better than one lineup? And uh, uh, let's see. It is crash. I got to find where I have crashes selections. Because we don't, oh, and we, oh, Chance is barking. Our hero here, Chance, that means crash. The dog is just giving you the bark out on your picks. I apologize that he's saying they are dog picks. No, I'm just, I'm messing with you. All right. So I have to look in, there's crash. There's his picks. Okay. Crash's first pick going way out on a limb here, man. What a. What a tough pick. He's going with Pete Alonzo, who I agree with, as you know, as he's one of my home run picks. 4,200 is a lot of cash, but that's okay. Crash's second pick is Andrew McCutcheon. That is his token brewer, but I happen to really like McCutcheon as well. He is my BVP play. So Crash was copying my notes once again. He's not here to defend himself, but I think he somehow got on our shared Google Docs and read my lineup again. Crash, shame on you, man. His third pick is, let's see, Tyler Naquin, which I think is a nice sneaky pick. His last pick, uh, interesting, but it is Elvis Andrus of all people. So that's okay. So I'm going back to FanDuel. Let's put Naquin in there, and then I'll fill out this with the rest of my guys. And then Andrus is very cheap. So he has left me with, oh, I put, I, did I spell it wrong? Where's Elvis Andrus? I don't see him crash. I know he's here somewhere. There he is, 2,400 at shortstop. All right. So that leaves me 4,480 per person, but I have to put a pitcher in. So I am going to go with um, the in it, very fairly priced Logan Webb. That leaves me 3,125 per body for the rest of the ways to fill up the two brains are better than one lineup. Um, and again, I want to focus on Yankees being number one and then get some cores field uh folks in there as well so let's look at second base um why don't we just go with glaber torres there batting uh cleanup i believe for the yankees today outfield i don't think we can get to judge 5100 is just a monster number man it's a little bit too tough to get to i'm gonna go uh the other side with alex verdugo on that side of the ball he's He's a guy that comes through for me on big, uh, big lineups, big, uh, big wins. He's done that in the past. The big 10K from last year, he was in there, 15K as well. So he's sort of my good luck charm. Want to stick with him. All right, let's switch real quickly to this Coors game so that we have, uh, we have 3250 left for a third baseman and a utility. Let's get a couple of uh, good solid guys from this game how about we go with um ryan mcmahon he's batting sixth but 
that's fine. I like him uh, today. And then utility, $3,100 remaining. Um, don't particularly like anybody from that game at that price. So we're going to go back to all for our last guy here. 3100 bucks utility for all the games. Uh, whew, there's a couple of really good ones in here. Um, how about we go with... It's going to be contrarian, and Crash is going to be upset. Sorry, Crash. I'm going to go with Tyler O'Neill. I think he takes your man deep today. Um, and he'll be super low owned because of the matchup against uh, Burns. So we used all of our money. Uh, we don't have any uh, weather issues that I can think of. But here's our two brains are better than one. Lineup for today. We're on a winning streak now. Let's keep that going. Logan Webb, 9,900. Pete Alonzo, 4,200. Glaber Torres, 3,000. Ryan McMahon, 3,400. Elvis Andrus, 2,400. Andrew McCutcheon, 3,100. Tyler Naquin, 2,900. Alex Verdugo, flat 3,000. And Tyler O'Neill, 3,100. So lock it in. That is going to get us the money. And let's all share in some of those big hits. All right, my friends, I think that wraps it up. I wanted to stay under an hour, even though we had all kinds of stuff to do. It looks like we're going to make it. Really appreciate all of you checking it out, listening in. Uh, those that are in every day, uh, just we're going to keep growing, getting bigger and bigger. And I will not forget those names. JT, Boy from Cal Cali, Dominic, RJ, Bankroll Theory, uh, Howard, um, all these guys that uh, and gals that I can count on to be in here each day, share some information, ask some good questions. RJ uh, also uh, really appreciate all of you. So uh, it's going to be a great day, great day of sports here at Coach Talk. Again, if you want to join us, go to dfscoachtalk.com. On the way out, if you haven't done it, a quick thumbs up, subscribe, hit the alert button. This way you know when all of our podcasts go live. Check out our NFL running back and tight end preview. We'll be back on here on YouTube live at 4 p.m. this afternoon with our pros, Crash Davis and Stephen Miller. They will be giving you their top 10 running backs for this coming uh, NFL fantasy season and their five top tight ends each. All right. Thanks again. Enjoy it. I'll be back solo again tomorrow and giving away $20 PayPal right here live and plopping it right in somebody's account and a free full one-week membership at Coach Talk. Have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB, DFS, prize picks, and boom fantasy.